Hi, and welcome to the Miles and More Podcast. Tonight, I'm joined by Crystal, Bridget, Adam, and Tony. Hi, everyone. Howdy. Hi. How's everyone doing? Good. All right. All right. How That's are you? good. What's up? I said, how are you? Oh, my gosh. No one ever asked me that. That's true. Do you really want to know? Not really. Okay. I didn't think so. Thanks, Tony. You're on my list. Okay. All right. So we had so much fun doing a this or that show for Animal Kingdom, which we put out last week. So we thought, what the heck? We'll do one for Hollywood Studios. And Adam was kind enough to make this up. So I'm bringing that up just in case it's bad so you can blame Adam. (laughs) You can send him email. I've got his address. I'll give it out at the end of the show. Anyway. Okay. So this or that, the way it works for the uninitiated is we'll go around and we'll ask, which one would you pick? And you may or may not defend your choice, or you may just say, that's my choice, and I don't care what you think. Okay, so I'm going to start with Crystal, and I'm going to ask, would you rather go to First Time and Forever, a Frozen sing-along, or Beauty and the Beast live on stage? Beauty and the Beast, if it's not too hot. Okay, okay, the New Yorker has spoken, so if it's over 60 degrees... No, <laughs> I will go. It's not too, I don't want to be sweating, but exactly. yeah, I really like beauty. Yeah, I like that show. Me too. I think it's feel good. It is. It's awesome, yeah. and the singing is fantastic. Okay, Bridget. I think I'm gonna go with Frozen Sing Along. Oh, interesting. And why oh, is that? Uh, I like it because it's really interactive, and yeah. everybody can kind of get into it. I mean, I like Beauty and the Beast. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it's been there a while. It's been there since the beginning, so. Right. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Adam. I like the Frozen sing-along show because it's indoors, air conditioning. They got a little bit of, like, it's a little different, so it's a little humor. It's not the, you know, copy-paste of the real Frozen, you know, the Frozen movie. And I think it snows in there, or what do they call it? What is it? What is the fake snow? Larry? They call oh, I don't know. Fake it's... snow? Snow. Yeah. So... They call it snow. Yeah, they yeah. call it. Snow. All right. There's something else, but whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> I call it snow. What are you talking about? <laughs> what about you, Tony? Unfortunately, uh, this is going to leave Crystal as the sole Beauty and the Beast lover because I, too, am going with Frozen Singalong. There's a little bit of improv. The show changes depending upon who is hosting it. Um, And, you know, Bridget's right. Beauty and the Beast, it's been there forever. It's the same show. There's no variation. Uh, You know, once you've been their guest, you know, the next time they want you to be your guest all over again. And it's just the same repetition over and over. I have a soft spot for Belle. She's my favorite princess. That's the problem. I can I can almost see a bit of a resemblance there. I was just oh, going to say that. You flatter she me. Thank oh, you. you're just so pretty. Stop it. No, I can see it. She totally looks like a Belle. I'm actually going to go with Beauty and the Beast as well. I I love it. And little bit of trivia: one of the narrators of the Frozen show is actually also the host of Drag Queen Bingo down at Hamburger Mary's in Orlando. So if you can't, if you don't get enough of that guy at Hollywood Studios, you can see him down there. And it is really funny. Quit. So they sing, they dance, they put on a show, and you get to play bingo. 
What is Hamburger Mary's? Is it a nightclub or a restaurant? It's, it's kind of a restaurant with a fun little show. It's okay. really entertaining, and it is appropriate for anyone like 12 and up. It's not – there's nothing really racy. Uh, it's cute. So – and uh yeah i love that so speaking of crystal and princesses are we ever going to get a greek princess i guess i hope it's not they don't count what's her face as one god meg brain fart meg yes oh I don't know. I dined with Meg at Cinderella's royal table. Did you really? I did. Yeah, back in the old days. Was your family with you, or was this like a special trip just for Tony? (laughs) Uh, This is one of those times where I snuck out. (laughs) No way, really? (laughs) No, not really. My girls were with me. Oh, thank God. Okay. That's pretty funny. On to food. We always have strong opinions about food. 50s primetime or sci-fi crystal? Oh, this is an easy one for me, 50s primetime. Okay. All right. Bridget. Okay. I'm going to go with 50s primetime. Okay. Um, because I love, I mean, I love the interaction with the servers there, um, the cast members, and it's very, as long as you get a good cast member that's really, like, into their role. But the problem is sci-fi has a really cool atmosphere that you can't find anywhere else. So it's really a toss-up. If I'm going with atmosphere, I'm going to sci-fi. But if I'm going for the interaction, I'm going to 50s. Okay. What about for food? 50s. Okay. Adam? <laughs> what about for food? That's like, the, that should be the number one reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's Disney. It's, it's Disney. Disney. Right. You don't always go to someplace just, well, if you're me, you do. But other people <laughs> who are, you know, into character meals and stuff, they'll go for other reasons. Which so. is why I chose 50s, because in the yeah. overall scheme of things it has the package yes it really does yeah this is hard this is probably the harder one because i love both of them the fact that you could sit in a car and watch the old movies is really cool but i like 50s better i like their food much better i like the setting of being in like 1950s kitchen it's it's like you're you know back at your grandmother's house if if you remember that from growing up or whatever i think and there's that isn't like replicated anywhere else so, I mean, you could still go to drive-in theaters if you wanted to. They're still around. Mm-hmm. But you can't go to, I mean, unless if Grandma still has a kitchen like that, you can't go to that anymore. So, I'm going to go with 50s. Okay. Tony? I'm going to keep the streak alive by saying 50s, but it's got to be full-on cast member from 2004. It can't be any of this toned down PC. We're not going to do it because the guests are foreign and they don't understand the humor and, you know, we're going to scale it back. No, I want full on. I want to be yelled at because I didn't eat my greens. I want the full experience. And it's got to be dinner time. If I'm going to lunch, it's going to be sci-fi for a burger. But overall, 50s prime time, full on experience. I have to keep it going. I I would agree with 50s. I don't like sci-fi at all anyway. And... I usually try to steer clients away from it. I'm just not a fan because the food is really not good. But I think the food is good at 50s. I think the atmosphere is good. And I will say, Liza and I went there. It must have been, it was last year at this time. We went and we had the best time. We had the best server. And her husband was actually eating there at the time with their kid. So she was going back and forth between the tables. She was really good. She was probably the best one I've ever had there. So I know, Tony, you might miss some of the old ways they did things, but but that girl was definitely on point as far as her 
behavior and everything. She was great. And you can't beat the food there, and I love the atmosphere. I think the bar there is one of the best hidden gems, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah. yeah. yeah, it's Super cute. I will defend sci-fi, though, because I haven't been there in years, and we finally went for lunch last year and took the kids there because they hadn't been in there. And I think the last time I was there, I was probably a teenager. And I thought the food was, I mean, for lunch, it was, I got a salad and I was completely like, it was fine. You know, it was fun. It was, the only issue was, is we were a party of five. So it was like Mark and Nick were in the front car, front row, and then Katie and I, and then my mom was by herself behind us. So it makes eating a little difficult. But it is cool because you can't really dine any place. Like, you really can't do that anywhere. No. Yeah, it, it's tough as a party of more than two to carry on a conversation because yeah. you're, you know, if you're in the back seat, you're yeah. looking at the back of somebody's heads and then yeah. they've got to turn around. And, uh, you know, if you've got little kids, you put the little kids in front, the adults in back, and hopefully they don't bother you. Right. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Okay, what about this one? This is a no-brainer for me. Brown Derby or Hollywood and Vine character meal. Well, I'm not a fan of either one of these, but I'm going to choose the Brown Derby. Now, why don't you like the Brown Derby? I would think that you would like it. I don't like the food. Really? The food is, yeah. I actually think that that's probably one of the most overrated signature restaurants in Walt Disney World. Have you ever Ah. eaten at the lounge? Yes, and I like the lounge. Okay. I so, like the lounge. And yeah. the reason why I'm surprised is I know you cook a ton. Like the stuff you post pictures of, like you're an actual real cook. So I'm, I think there's a lot of stuff on the menu that's just so-so at the Brown Derby, but I like, I like it overall. So, I mean, for that price point, you can do so much better than yeah. Brown Derby. All right, Bridget. And I heard it, I heard like you gasp. It, oh, it's like a yeah, knife through my sorry. heart. I'm yeah. so sorry, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're one of the best signatures in a, in the theme parks. Aside from Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of it? Tiffins. Thank Tiffins. you, Tiffins. I love it. I love their filet mignon is fabulous. Their cob salad. I could just eat that for so a meal. That cob salad. It's the original. It's the original. I don't like it I, either. That, oh, that I love grapefruit, it. We love it. That grapefruit cake was also supposed to be the original, and it has gone. So. Oh, God. Liza's not <laughs> yeah. here to defend her grapefruit cake. Oh, well, um, it died. died it yeah. died a slow death, unfortunately. It's and terrible. their drinks or their martinis are right on point. I love it there. Okay. But we don't, like, I mean, we don't, we don't know. We've eaten there a couple times. We'll do, like, the Fantasmic dining package every now and then if the kids want to go see Fantasmic but it's not it's kind of a long time ago it was always at the top of our list we always dined there and it's kind of gone down just because there's other places we want to go I think that there's a couple things on the menu that I eat every time I like their burger there and I like their they have like a noodle with tofu and that is very good like it's like a little soup kind of Mm. dish I, I love that okay Adam I know you're pretty fancy yeah, Brown Derby. Um, Crystal needs her head examined. She's been in quarantine for too long. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Um, and I, that completely changed my opinion about her, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Here I was all set. Here I was all set when this was over. I was going to go visit her in Brooklyn and, you know, bring nice gifts to her friends and to yes. her family. But You can bring them to my house. It's like that's Santa. Fine. Yeah. Do you notice yeah. how you never come visit me? 
Well, I mean, Georgia, yes, I'm in Atlanta, yeah. but <laughs> got a car. That's a hike. <laughs> it is. It is. But we have Southern hospitality. Start driving go, now, and by the time this is over, it'll you know he'll be there. If you if you go to Brooklyn, bad things could happen. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's so wild dangerous. up there. Well, Crystal has yeah. a uh, Crystal has a. I uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but a lake house nearby my house, which I plan on visiting. Oh, soon. that's right. Yes. I've but seen reference to the lake house. And I was curious. As soon as Rona is over, you're coming over. I'm bringing Cobb salad and grapefruit cake when I come over. Yes. Don't, bring a don't, good one. Don't bring Liza <laughs> grapefruit <laughs> cake. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently was very pretty, but not so great. So, okay, Tony. Tony is next. Uh, based on menu, I'd have to go Hollywood Brown Derby. Although in the spirit of openness uh, and... Uh, transparency it has been ages since i have eaten at either one of those restaurants you know what's interesting i think i'm not a character meal person i'm not a buffet person but i have a hot a soft spot for hollywood and vine because a friend of mine used to work there but also i think as far as buffets go it's pretty good but you're not going to you're not going to tear me out of a signature restaurant for a buffet so i, I would always pick brown derby over that okay next one Oga's Cantina or Brown Derby Lounge? That's a tough one. Crystal, have you been to Oga's yet? Yes, I have. Okay. Brown Derby Lounge. Okay. I agree with you 100%. Uh, Bridget? I just walked into Oga's, um, but from what I've heard, I would go with Brown Derby Lounge. Okay. All righty. How about Adam? This is hard because Oga's is the new thing and it's cool in there, but... It's really only standing room and drinks, and like there's no food. And I'm a big right. food person. I'd rather eat than drink. So I got to go with Brown Derby Lounge because I can get the great, I can get all of the good stuff that I want there, and I could sit down. Okay. Tony. Uh, I'm not much of a lounge guy, not being a drinker, but I'd have to go with uh, Oga's just uh, for the Star Wars. Okay. I think Oga's for me is a one and done. I, I was really happy to go, but since I've done it now, I don't think I ever need to go back. I mean, I will, but I, I thought the drinks were so out there that it was really hard to kind of get a grip on what you were actually consuming. So it was a little, it was not, not my tea, cup of tea, as they say. Woody's Lunchbox or Docking Bay 7? Oh, I have strong opinions here. Uh, Crystal. In truth, I haven't eaten that much from Doc Bay 7, so Woody's Lunchbox. I'm going to have to go okay. with Woody's. Woody's is adorable. It is. Yeah. Okay. I like Pop-Tarts. I like and they sell Pop-Tarts. Okay. What about Bridget? I think I only got, when I was down in March, I think I just got a, a beverage at Docking Bay 7 okay. to try. So I'm going to go with Woody's Lunchbox since I haven't eaten the food there. But the the drink I got was really good. I have to remember the name of it. It was quite nice. Okay. it's You know what? I think the thing about Docking Bay 7 is the menu is a little out there. And they, they did have to modify the names of the food because they were kind of, you know, hard to figure out what you were actually having. The food there is really good. I will just tell you. If you like things that are a little different, if you maybe want something a little healthier, go to Docking Bay 7. Get the vegan meatballs with hummus. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yum. I am obsessed with that. Like, I've been in Epcot and thought, I want to eat lunch, and just gone to Hollywood Studios, eaten, and then came back. That's how much I love Docking Bay 7. Although, Woody's Lunchbox is kind of adorable. Okay, Adam. This is hard, but I... 
You I, made it up. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I, I did it on purpose. I wanted to make it hard. Uh, Docking Bay has got a lot of cool stuff, but I mm-hmm. like the Woody's. I like the Talchinos. The mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. that really sweet uh, Pop-Tart thing they got. And I like the setting. It's outside. Although, I mean, if especially if you're in there early like for breakfast. They have breakfast, which is a bonus. I like breakfast. Yeah. I'd rather go with Woody's. I know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, Tony. I am going to have to go with Docking Bay 7. While I have not yet eaten there, I have been looking forward to for, God, about, well, about a year now, to having the Andorian fried chicken tip yip or the Batuan beef pot roast. Oh, that pot roast is really good. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully like, in August. It's, you know, you wouldn't, it's, it's different because it's got like little mushrooms. It's on a bed of noodles. Um, I think you'll like it a lot. Okay. How about we're going to go back to um, attractions and rides? Can you give your answer? Uh, well, mine is is definitely Docking Bay Seven. It is for sure. I I'm like I said, I'm obsessed with those meatballs. So, but as, as a second, it would be the roast beef. That's very good. I'm um, looking it up right now because oh, I you're looking at your drink. Yeah. Was it was it like were you just out hanging out that day? I got or it what? in the morning. I'm gonna oh. be very honest. <laughs> well, you were down there for a training. I had, after... well, I had one day, and I and I had one day before. Like I got Magical Express at three thirty, and I was like, well, oh well. I was like, it's ten thirty. It's close enough. <laughs> well, and the thing people don't realize is when you when you're like a travel agent and you go to to a um, to a place for a training, it's pretty intense, whether it's a Disney, you know, it, where they just, they're running you through resorts and classes and all kinds of things all day long. And so you really, it's fun because you're doing interesting things, but you have no time to sort of disconnect. So I can understand, you know, walking into the park that last day when you're done with everything and just saying, you know, I'll have a Bloody Mary. I know it's 930, but I'm ready. I think so. I got the Surly Surlac. That's what it was. Ah. It's Kettle One Botanical Grapefruit and Rose Vodka, <laughs> Minute Maid Limeade, Raspberry, and Spicy Mango Flavors. It Ooh, was quite good. Sounds really good. I was very happy. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like you were driving. You were just getting on magical right. stress. I was so. like, I, I, have to, I have to try this because my clients want to know. Yeah, your clients <laughs> want to know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, you can carry on now. Oh, thank you. No, I, I honestly, I could talk about food all day. Like, I really could, and especially those meatballs. Don't get me started. If I say meatballs one more time, you can come smack me. Well, okay. you know what drove me crazy that day, too, was that I went to, because um, I, I wanted to, I really wanted to see Galaxy's Edge. Right. I got in there early, and I had to grab breakfast, and I just grabbed it at the um, Ronta Roasters. Okay. And I had, like, this sausage thing, and it was okay. And then I found Docking Bay 7, and I was like, oh, well, I could have had breakfast here. Yeah, they have breakfast there. Yeah, and I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? This Bright Sun's breakfast platter? Hello? There's never a line to get in there, which worries me that they're going to change the menu to something stupid like fries and burgers. But there is never a line to get in. And the other thing is, is because the signage in Galaxy's Edge is kind of subtle, you could miss a lot of things. Like you could easily right. miss that there's a restaurant there. Right. I yeah. turned the corner. And I was like, oh, well, what the heck? So speaking of Star Wars, would you rather do Star Wars, a galactic spectacular, I can't say it, fireworks or Fantasmic? 
Go ahead, Crystal. I love Fantasmic. Okay. Did you see the video of the kid? You know, they're like, everyone's in quarantine and there's this little kid and like he's directing, he's dressed up like Mickey. And then at the end they pan out and his brother is laying on the ground with a hose and they were little, they weren't even like, they weren't teenagers. They were probably like 10, 12, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, that was fantastic. They were really cute. You can tell Disney families, they're hardcore. Bridget. I'm going to go with the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. Okay. Is that just so you can, you know, make Mark happy? No, I really like it. I like how they put, I like how they put the music to the lights and it's like kind of gets you like excited. I love Fantasmic, but it hasn't changed. You know, Fantasmic in Disneyland to me is so much better than in World. Because you're much closer to everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's better. So, I mean, I like Fantasmic, but I, yeah. and I, what kind of drives me crazy too, is that Fantasmic bumps right up against Star Wars. So you can't really catch both. I mean, you can, but. Yeah. You not. have to be really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, having said that, I mean, I would, if you told me right now that I could sit in Fantasmic in the front row and get splashed with water, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. So, right. Even in my um, nicer coat, I remember I went went to see it in uh, Disneyland, and I had a really nice coat on. And I was like, "Oh, my coat's gonna be ruined." <laughs> it was not ruined, but I was worried the whole time. Anyway, okay, Adam. I gotta go with Fantasmic because they have benches that you could sit on, it and you're not standing for. <laughs> He's always no, looking for like, what are you he's you know, the secret thing about Adam is everyone thinks he's a millennial, but actually he's about seventy eight years old. He's like a pretty cushion. <laughs> a cushion. Well he's sitting here, we can see him. He's wearing an airplane pillow. Every time we record it's like, what is this? I tell you, you should try using these when you're sitting because it's My neck actually stays up on its own. I'm really lucky that way. My neck back like that. Like, who does that? Yeah. He, I, do, clearly, I, told, <laughs> I, I told Bridget because there was at one point there was like a side view of you, and I said, He's looking like Alfred Hitchcock over there with that airplane pillow <laughs> <Hello>, on. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. All right. We're done picking on you. Okay. Tony, not, we're not actually done picking on you, just FYI, but for now. Okay. Tony, go ahead. Fantasmic. Okay. For me, it's classic. It's, you know, classic Mickey. I really enjoy the water screen effects. I enjoy when the the, the fire, when the the water lights on fire. The only thing I don't like is ever since the institution of FastPass Plus is that entire center section gets reserved for FastPass Plus holders. So unless you have a FastPass, you're really kind of sitting on the periphery and you don't have that real heads-on view. But I'm also not going to waste a FastPass on it, so. And that's FastPass and the... Um, is that that's also the um, dinner show dinner show yeah. yeah okay I I don't even know which one to pick because I actually like them about equally but I'd probably give the edge to Star Wars yeah um, yeah, yeah exactly okay all right this is fun alien swirling saucers or Muppet Vision 3D can I just go first on this one I object to the fact that Adam accuses me of not being a Muppet lover I am a massive lover of the Muppets, but what I don't like is that show. I don't like that little guy who comes out with a 3D and they're poking at you and everything. Like you have such a good 
thing going with the Muppets, and then they have this garbage show. So I am obviously going to pick Alien Swirling Saucers, even though it is what it is. I actually kind of enjoy it. Okay, go ahead, Crystal. I have to go with Muppet Vision. Sorry. No, don't apologize. I'm telling you, everyone thinks I'm a weirdo for not loving it. I love it. I love all the nuances and the jokes and just looking around the holding area and catching all the little the little things hidden in there. I love that. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Understandable. Okay, Bridget. I'm going to go with Muppets. Muppets. Okay. Yeah. It's a classic. I love the Muppets. Just because um, it's a classic, you know what else is a classic? I don't know. Typhoid. You know? <laughs> you Nobody sure likes that. <laughs> you know well I mean I don't I mean having gone on Mater's Junkyard Jamboree mm-hmm. and that's it's supposed to be similar it needs to pick up the pace a little bit it's very slow it is a little slower yeah, yeah. and I I'm totally obsessed with Mater's by the way Mater's so. is fun I don't love saucers like I don't have to go on it ever again mm. really I like I like the music yeah it's cute yeah it's have cute. you have you seen it during Christmas when they switched to Christmas music? No. Super cute. Yeah. It's really cheerful. You can't take a bad picture of that, which I like. Every, you know, every picture you take, it's so bright and cheerful and it's adorable. Okay. Adam, I know what you're going to pick. I'm going to pick the Muppets because I'm a Muppet lover. I'm going to pick the Muppets because I'm a Muppet lover. And we had this discussion <laughs> uh, with the, we had a previous show because we had Carly Wiesel on, and she's a Muppet lover, but she didn't like Muppet Vision because of the same thing Chris said, because of uh, Waldo, the spirit of 3D. And I said, I just ignore him and just watch the peripheral. So I'm going to say it again. Mm. You just ignore Waldo, and you pay attention to the Muppets that are in the show. Yeah. You'll be fine. You I know what? I, I, I'm really glad that it's, you know, that it is just not me. And I, I remember her saying that. But, you know, I have a hard time just sort of, you know, looking at the periphery when that thing is coming out my face. So, and I, it's not that I don't like the 3D part. I just, I don't know. It's a stupid idea. So they should have 90% Piggy. More Piggy. And I don't also understand why she's in love with Kermit because I was watching one of the Muppet movies the other day and I said to my son, you know, he's really not a good boyfriend. Like he's not. She could do so much better. Anyway. <laughs> just not. Who, who, who could she do better with? From the Muppets, yeah. who? Oh, Fozzie. I don't know. Well, maybe Gondel? she doesn't. Just because, just because that's the best of the Muppets, doesn't mean that's the best she can do. But that's all that's in that universe is who she's got with her. No, like, because if you go to the Muppet movie, I mean, you have Muppets interacting with humans and vice versa. Uh, so you want her dating well, a human? Think about maybe. the the Mupp- the, ca- the Nikki. Nikki. Can't set her up with Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Man, well, Perhaps she could hook up with. She could link up with Captain Link Hogthrob from Swine Track. Yes. You know what? Actually, that's not bad. I mean, at least to date. Maybe not to marry. I mean, but the thing is, you don't want to marry Kermit. He ignores you, right? So that's not a good catch. I mean, maybe he does okay financially, but she's going to be spending a lot of time at home with maybe the kids by herself. Financially. <laughs> And yep. maybe Piggy doesn't need yeah. anyone else's money. I mean, she's Miss Piggy, for God's sake. I just think she could do a lot better. She's a blonde. She knows how to dress. She's very flirtatious. I don't see her being that desperate. That's just my thoughts. 
so she needs to dump him. Okay, Tony, which one? I am a proud Muppet lover, so I am going with Muppet Vision 3D. Okay. So I don't know if it's the quarantine or if my kids are just major dorks, but after I watched the Muppet movie with my youngest one, I would be like in my office, and my office is at like at the bottom of the stairs, and I could hear him up in his room going, am I a man or am I a Muppet or a, of a man? It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would really get into it. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he doesn't listen to the show. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yes. He really liked that movie. He's very sweet. All right. Anyway, okay. Now that I've exposed my poor child for ridicule, ridicule potentially. <laughs> How about this one? Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular or Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Ooh, uh, Crystal. I have to go with Voyage of the Little Mermaid. All right. I have some bad news for you that's uh, closed and never coming back, by the way. Well, you know what? what? I don't know if I believe myself right now because I love Indiana Jones, but I hate going to that theater. That's a really good point. I feel the same way. Like, I, it's, it's a wait to get in, then it's yeah. hot. I actually love Little Mermaid, so I would pick that as well, to be honest. But, yeah, I heard it's leaving forever. Hmm. But they've been saying that for, like, four years. So yeah. somewhere there's a little cast member going, no, please, this is my big brain. Because <laughs> well, they what? sing that for, live, and they're good. For the next couple of years, I don't think anything's leaving until Disney starts making some money back. <laughs> That's a really good point. Mm, and why true. would they get rid of it? What would they, what would they put in there? I mean – I guess they could expand, and I don't know. Okay, Bridget. I'm going to go with Indy. Okay. I just love, I mean, I haven't seen Little Mermaid in a long time, but I love Indy. I just, I like the stunts and the, it's just fun. It's fun to watch. And it's, you've got benches. There are benches. I mean, not that Little Mermaid doesn't have benches, but, you know, they have benches too. But do you get sprayed with water? No, no, you don't. No, there are no. no bubbles. There are no bubbles. <laughs> I, there's no Muppets. I don't know what No. <laughs> there's no asking yourself if you're a Muppet or a man. I mean, <laughs> come is, on. That is <laughs> not a question <laughs> at all. <laughs> Never. <laughs> like, what is this kid doing up there? <laughs> I don't know. Open the door and be like, you all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Adam. Uh, it's got to go Indy Jones, classic. It's, uh, you know, almost an original. If if not, yeah. it is an original. And uh, it's, it's it's making of the movie, which I think is, you know, a lost art of the Hollywood Studios park. It's probably the last one there, so. Tony. Uh, I'm going with The Mermaid. It's a, I don't want to say it's a must-do for our family, but it's something that we do every trip. Uh, it's usually a nice air-conditioned break during the middle of the day. And uh, there's nothing cooler than being under the sea. And on top of that, usually the performers uh, have amazing voices. That is actually true. And they wear a clamshell bra. I imagine that's a bonus <laughs> for you. Well, the amazing thing is I am wearing one as well when I watch the show. <laughs> okay. You know what? I think I saw you wearing, wearing that once. It's very yes. flattering. Thank you. Okay. All right. I I am also a Little Mermaid. I think I said that earlier. Oh, God, this is a tough one. 
Rise of the Resistance or Millennium Falcon Crystal? This might be hard for those of you who haven't done uh, Rise. Oh, that's you, Tony. Um, me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I can't. I can't answer this intelligently. I really okay. can't. Who's done Rise? Adam has. Okay, so just me and you. Okay, go ahead, Adam. It's Rise because it's better, but Falcon, if you are a pilot, is really fun. Yeah. The gunner and the engineer roles aren't really as much fun. Yeah, I think the key to to my enjoyment in Rise of the Resistance is actually the pre-show. I mean, it's fantastic once you get in your ride vehicle. That's really fun. But they do a really good job with the story. They do a really good job with sort of immersing you in it, much to your surprise. I mean, I don't think I expected there to be that much going on in the pre-show. So, yeah, I would have to say Rise as well. No no question. I, I can say that I have not been on Rise yet, and I would choose Rise. I've ridden Millennium Falcon. It's a souped-up Star Wars and yeah. like Adam said, if you're not the pilot, you know, you're there, you're pushing a button, you're not even looking at the button that you're pushing, so you're not even sure if you're pushing the button. If you're not the pilot and punching it into hyperspace, I don't think there's any point in being on the ride. I, I wouldn't go that far, but but I agree with you. It is a better experience if you're the pilot. Although, if you're not the pilot, you get to see a lot more details because, you know, you really aren't looking at what you're doing to to the side. So I, I think it really kind of depends on, you know, if you want something a little more. Well, I guess I would put them both at the same level of thrills. You know, I don't think I would say one was more thrilling than the other. But the story with Rise of the Resistance is so much more fun. All right. Something we can all talk about. Trolley Car Cafe or Baseline Tap House. Crystal. Uh, trolley Car is going to be Starbucks if you need a little memory. Yeah. I'm going to say Baseline Tap House. Okay. I haven't honestly eaten there. I've been through it a few times, and I've looked at the menu, but there, there's so much going on over there. It's, like, very distracting. Do they have good food there, or is it just drinks? I, I beverages as far as – I don't I – don't, They I've have, like, a cheese charcuterie board and a good yeah, pretzel. Like, a okay. good pretzel. Okay. Really? Yeah, That's like something it, to try. I've like, only had some beverage. Like the like the Germany, you know, big pretzel. The the cheese board was good. I liked it. Okay, all right. How about um, Bridget? I haven't really been to Baseline yet, and I wanted to go, so I'm going to go with Baseline. All right, Adam. Sounds like you're going towards Baseline. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Tony. Uh, the writers stop. Oh, I know. <laughs> So if you remember, if people who are listening don't remember, um, same location, right? And yep. the writer stop was fun. You could just get a drink, a coffee, a soda, whatever, and you could get like a cookie. Yep. So great cookies. Um, based on the bookstore from the old Ellen show. And uh, you know, I, I don't know why it, it seems like everywhere in every every place needs a lounge now. You need a lounge every, you know, forty feet. You know, you've got a lounge at every trash can, it seems like. Well, um, I think all the lounges really is uh, – the the fact that they have so many is really indicative of how people are enjoying the parks now, which is that you're not just having people going there with kids. You're having adults going there and wanting to sit and hang out. And, you know, like I've gone to Brown Derby Lounge and stayed way longer than I should have. 
you know, just enjoying people watching, going by, having snacks, talking. So I can see why they want to have more lounges. I will say I've never really noticed that Baseline Tap House is that busy. So I wonder how much longer we'll see that menu stay the way it is there. I've you know, seen I it very busy there. Have I, you? I've never yeah. noticed it busy. Yeah. Especially I, I used... like the drinking crowd is that that's yeah. showing up there. Well, in tap houses are they're a big thing now. Yeah. I mean, not that they weren't before, but they're really like all kinds of craft beer places are popping up yeah. all over yeah. the place. That's very a good popular. point. Okay, I'm gonna go to the next one because we got a few more here. ABC Commissary or Backlot Express. These are not great options. <laughs> You're very cruel What about to the one down How about the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I brought in my bag? Right? Right? Okay. You have to choose. Which one are you choosing, Crystal? ABC Commissary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bridget. If I have <laughs> Such a low rating, right? Like nobody was like, "Oh, really? Did I just starve? Nothing else is open? I'll go to ABC (laughs) for five hundred, Alex." Okay, all right, Adam. Backlight Express—they got cool props that you can go look at. Okay, that's a good point, Tony. Uh, Backlot Express, but only if they're serving special Star Wars drinks, which they really don't do anymore now that Galaxy's Edge is open. So I'm going to have to go with AM, uh, ABC Commissary. Okay. I'm going with ABC, too, because even though they're not great, they occasionally have a good salad on the menu or a good burger. I will say, short story, the only time I've ever wanted to cry in a Disney park was I was by myself. It was one of those really tiring, hot trips. And my husband had taken the kids, or maybe Adam, I don't know, somebody had my kids. And I went to go eat. And they were somewhere. Someone had them. Um, I went to go eat lunch because I had somehow missed out on having lunch. I was really hungry. I go, I get a burger. There's no seats. It's just people who are not eating, sitting there waiting for their family members to come, you know, uh, to, to sit. And so I ended up just putting my tray on a trash can and eating, standing up. And then one of the cast members came over and pointed me to like a seat that had just cleared up. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, you've got table after table after table with nobody at the table. Mm. And I was kind of glad to see that they had changed to like a, a reservation system there, basically the same quick service kind of food, but you know, you have to have a reservation. I don't know if that's helping things or not. Um, there are much better places to eat in that park. So, you um, know, just just in general, I would love to see quick service locations not allow people to sit down until they have their food. Yeah, I have especially, to agree. Especially at lunchtime when you know some kid goes and sits down. His mom is fourteen deep in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to have their food for 20, 25 minutes. And you've got a mom with her three kids, uh, you know, scrambling around trying to find a seat. And, uh, you know, Skippy over there is like hoarding the table. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. That is, is and I get it because, you know, I have been in the parks with my three kids and maybe another couple kids. And it's very hard to wait in line with younger kids. But, you know, the polite thing to do is not to take a table, you know, unless it's slow. If it's a slow day, have the kids go sit down. But if it's busy, and most of the time it is, uh, that's just rude. 
So, yeah, and, and, and I'm, it not, was, I'm not overly polite guy who, when my wife says, go get a table, but, but we don't have any food yet. Go get a table. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, it's really not right. And, you know, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing it. And then I end up ordering and she goes and gets a table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it'd be good if they, you know, if they did what Chick-fil-A does and after you order, have someone help you go to your table or find you a table. Well, friend. they do that sometime at Magic, or I'm sorry, Cosmic Rays in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. They do that. I've seen that a couple times, yeah. But it'd be only... nice if they did that across the quick service board. If they yeah. don't have, you know, the quick ordering on the app. Yeah, definitely. And and by the way, Adam, I am definitely a mobile app person now, thanks to you. Yay. I just order on, yeah, it's so easy. The best so. thing. It so is. so good. It is. Let's go ahead and go. Oh, this is interesting. Star Wars Launch Bay or Walt Disney Presents? Star Wars Launch Bay. Okay. Bridget. Walt Disney Presents. Okay. Adam. Walt Disney. Yes. And finally, Tony. Walt Disney Presents. I don't care how many times I have to look at the little dancing buddy Ebsen. Uh, <laughs> I, I will go in and you know, marvel over the same things I saw six months earlier when I was in the parks. Same here. Um, same here. Especially if there is a new character meet and greet there, or if they are premiering a, you know, sneak peek at the next Marvel movie or the next Disney movie coming up. I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think that Walt Disney Presents is a big enough attraction. You know, I, I love the scale models. I love seeing some of the props. I can just... I could walk through a warehouse of that stuff all day. No, I, I agree with you 100%. I love going in there. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I think, and I, I think the thing, this quarantine and Disney being closed and everything has kind of exposed in all of us is that we really love it. We love everything about it. We love the history. We love the experience. We love the smell. We love the noises, everything. And I think a lot of times when I go in there, I get this Disney feeling I can't really put my finger on. And I get the same feeling if you've ever been in California Adventure and you're standing in that circle across from Carthay Circle and all of that. When I look around at all those buildings, I get that feeling too. Sort of that weird, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a tingle. like a, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just of, like, it yeah. feels. In awe of it. And it feels so good. And. Yeah, it feels like home in a way. You know, it's familiar. It's it's just my happy place. And I there's a few places in the parks where I get it, and that's that's one. And and the Walt Disney thing is the other one. So, all right, let's go to the next one. We've got a couple more. Adam, you did a lot of research on this young man. Okay, very busy. I know. I actually missed a couple of the rides. I don't know how I did this. Rock and Roller Coaster of Tower of Terror, Crystal. Oh, that's a good one. Tower of Terror. Okay. Bridget. Tower of Terror. Okay. Adam. Rock and Roller Coaster. Really? Okay. Hmm. Tony. Tony, that this is going to be interesting. Tower of Terror. Okay. I, I I'm going to have to go with Terror. I was going to say, I have yet to ride Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh. Our, our last trip, I was all excited to do it. I was geared up to do it. And then Isabel bailed. So uh, being the good dad that I am, I, I stood on the sidelines with her. Okay. All right. 
that that, that is my story and I'm sticking to it. I, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'll go on it. And, and I would pick that before rock and roller coaster. I, I would definitely go on tower. Okay. This is very tough. Slinky dog dash or toy story mania crystal. Toy story mania. Okay. Last. I, I can, enjoy, I enjoy both of them, but that one just, it feels like it lasts longer. It lingers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bridget. I'm going to go with Mania as well. Okay. It's a great family ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a ton of fun and it's got a little bit of thrill to it. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Enough, enough for the kids that don't like thrills to enjoy it. Yeah. Adam. Mm-hmm. Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog's great. It is good. Okay. Good. And Tony. Uh, Toy Story. And I like the score in the Beaver Range. <laughs> I'm always stuck in the beaver range. I don't know why. I just can't get out of there. I really want to be a cat. Mm-hmm. That whole park, I mean, when you add Rise of the Resistance, which I think is also a great family ride, there's a lot for families in that park that you don't maybe think of as far as like Epcot having fewer things to do. Um, I love that park. So mm-hmm. let's move on. We got a couple more. This is funny. Um, I'm looking at the last one. Disney Junior or Jedi Training Academy? Crystal, your kids are little. Yeah, they don't. They haven't done the Jedi Training Academy. We haven't haven't really done it yet. Oh, they'd like it. Um, Bridget, did your um, sons do it? Uh, Yeah, Nick does Jedi. He's been doing Jedi training every year. Last year was actually the first year he didn't do it. He never did the Disney Junior thing, but I took Katie to it when she was really little, and she loved it. I'd have to go with Jedi training, though. The only thing is it's so hot where they have it right now. I mean, I could feel my feet burning. Yeah, you know what? That is a really good point. It is not the best location. No. Well, and I thought that when they built Galaxy's Edge, they were going to move it. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's stuck there. But it's it's just hot. That's the only problem. It's so hot. And you stand there for like 45 minutes while the whole show goes on. So you're like, literally one day I was like, oh my God, my feet are burning. <laughs> I like, feel my feet burning. It was yeah. awful. I always feel God. bad for the um, Jedis in their robes. Yeah. You know, well, that's what Nick said. They're so hot. He's yeah. like, that's why I didn't want to do it again because it's so hot in those robes. It is. Adam. Did Nick not want to do it because the Jedi are in the robes and he felt bad for them because they're hot? Is that what you're saying? No, like, you, did you ever see it? His face gets so red because, I mean, he's got, you know, he's Italian, but he's got a little Irish in him. So he's, his face gets beat red, like in the yeah. cheeks. And you could just, you could see the sweat pouring off these kids because okay. they're in these robes and they're standing. It's like full on sun, especially at one o'clock in the afternoon. So you have to get there early to get in. And we would get there right, you know, when the park opened, but we'd still get like a one o'clock time. So we'd have to wait around and be out in like the noon sun. I mean, you may as well have just laid me on like blacktop and fried me. That's how hot it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was with you guys when he did it. It was really cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, I never got a chance to do that when I was a child. So, if I ever could, if I could go back in time, I would have wanted to do Jedi Training Academy because that's really cool. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah, it is cool. We, our fondest memory, one of our fond memories of Disney, was there when our oldest one offered to sell his sister to the dark side. Like, totally unprompted. He just, like, Darth Vader came out, and he was like, hey, can I ask you a question first? And he was, like, six, and um, maybe seven. And Darth Vader leans down, and he goes, can you 
take my sister over to the dark side or I don't know, whatever. It was so funny. Everybody was dying laughing. <laughs> That's like our favorite story about him. And it's so him, like as, as he's 17 now, and that is completely his personality. He's just a jokester. So, um, okay, Tony. I am going to have to go with Disney Junior live on stage. My kids were never Jedis, even though I am on the shorter side. They said there is some type of age limit. It's not by height for <laughs> Jedi Training Academy. So um, we've spent a lot of time inside the Disney Junior building. And I really love the years when Jojo Circus was in there. Not as much. You know, I, I don't really like the new stuff, the Jake and the Neverland Pirates. We haven't been in there in a number of years. But uh, Jojo Circus was our sweet spot. And uh, the girls just just loved it. And uh, that's that's why I'm going with that. All right. I'm going to go with Jedi training. Hands down. Uh, it's adorable. OK, for our last one, it's kind of a bonus round. Crystal, Sorcerer Mickey Hat or the Chinese theater? Chinese theater. OK. All right, Bridget. Chinese theater. Hands down. Oh, I did yeah. not like that Mickey hat. OK. Adam. The Chinese theater. Mickey hat was ugly. Okay. <laughs> Tony. I'm going to keep the streak alive and say a Chinese theater. Really? Okay. See, I have to say, I liked the hat. I ah, did. I did why? like the hat. Uh, next I thing don't you know, know. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me you enjoyed the wand above Spaceship Earth. <laughs> um. It's like, I, it's like we don't even know who you are anymore. You know, I didn't hate the wand. I really didn't. I have to be perfectly honest, but I'm not an Epcot purist by any means. You know, these people who are going on, oh my gosh, such and such is gone. And the original intent of Epcot is gone. I'm like, whatever. I like that coffee shop, you know, so I, I, I'm not, I'm not an Epcot purist, but I did like the Mickey hat quite a bit. So I mean, I like the cake. I like the birthday cake. I don't like the cake. But here's the deal with the Mickey hat. Now you have that stage there, and it just, I don't, I don't like it. I yeah. stage being there either, but I definitely didn't like that cake. Oh, yeah, all. nobody liked the cake. So. Wait a second, mm -hmm. didn't they just, didn't they just end the, uh, the, the Star Wars show that occurs in Hollywood Studios? So wouldn't they take the stage down for that? Did they, you know, it wasn't there when I was there, like, a few days before the park closed. So I'm not 100%, though, on that. The so. stage, it's a rolling stage. Yeah, it is a rolling stage. Yeah, it's gone now, Tony. It could be back just when you think it's gone. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. All right. I think that's it. Any other thoughts on Hollywood Studios? I just realized Star Tours. I, somehow I missed that in any of these, and I probably should have thrown it in there, but I, you had I forgot. had so it. many in there. It was I like, know. yeah, you, you. it was an exhaustive list. <laughs> Thank All you right, you know that. what? This this is not a, a a this or that question, but closed or or long gone Hollywood Studios attraction. What do you miss? Do you know what the worst thing that's missing from Hollywood Studios is? The Osborne family dancing lights. Yes, that's what I was. I ah, love that. I was so amazing. I Every Christmas I would go there. I would, you know, for some reason, I'm able to usually manage like two or three trips down there between November and December, and it would be a lot 
you know, it'd be mainly for that. I love it. In fact, and I do think they've over, I think they've in some ways compensated for the loss of that by putting some really fun retro Christmas decorations in that park, but you can't, you can't make up for that. That's a the, great one. The only benefit of it is you don't have to hear Mannheim steamroller, which I think is the most obnoxious music on the planet. Like yeah. I would rather listen to, you know, that throat singing from Tibet, those Tibetan monks. I would rather hear them sing, I wish you a Merry Christmas than Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> if you can imagine that. Anyway. Okay. All right. Anybody else have an opinion on that? Since I just steamrolled yeah, I, I totally miss the uh, Drew Carey Sounds Dangerous. Oh. Um, it was, you know, completely idiotic, but I really enjoyed it. And I just wonder if in you know, five years, some other podcast uh, is going to have the conversation and somebody's going to go, no, I totally missed the stunt spectacular and I can't believe they built Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Do you know what? That was, I never, I only went there a couple of times. It was really a waste of space as far as, you know, I mean, when you think about how valuable every bit of space is in a theme park, to me, that was just, but I don't like cars. I mean, you know. It's not my thing. How about you, Bridget? I miss it being a working studio. Okay. Uh, like when it first started, because you'd have celebrities be on site all the time for, you know, their handprints in the, the walkway of um, Chinese theater. They would do interviews with them. Like I know I saw John Ratzenberger and Vanna White and Pat Sajak. And who else did we see? We saw, um, I think it was Julius Irving we saw down there. So it was really neat because it was like, there was stuff going on and they were filming things. And then they had the, you know, the back lot tour was kind of cool too. I mean, they didn't change it up all the time. I think after they stopped doing all the working stuff, but it was neat and it made it different, especially for Orlando. I think it's interesting. Like you always hear about all these celebrities being in the parks. I never see any. Have you guys ever seen a celebrity in the parks? Yeah. Oh, don't even start with Hannah Montana. Who, we me? saw her together. Yeah, do you remember yeah. that in Disneyland? No, that was my one, though. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that was my one, too. I ate dinner okay. next to George Lucas. Did you really? Yes. I did. I was, it was, How is this the first we're hearing of this? I thought I told you guys this. This is no, like, never. we've done almost 200 shows. Wait, what? <laughs> we've done almost 200 shows, and this is the first we're she hearing She wasn't on story? the first 50. <laughs> so we were I was down there with a friend of mine for a long weekend over New Year's it was right at the end of college and we were at Brown Derby and I was sitting there like looking at my menu we had like a table for two and we were next to the booth and this kid was like all over the booth next to us and I look over and it's George Lucas and his kids and they're you know plaid and I was like oh my god <laughs> right how old really... were his kids, would you say? The son was, I mean, maybe, I don't know, nine. Okay. Maybe. I mean, I was I was probably about 22. Okay. So I don't know how old his kids are, but, but I remember looking at my friend. I was like, oh, my God, don't look now. But George Lucas is sitting right next to us. And she was like, who's that? And I was like, I'm going to come over and smack you with this menu if you don't. <laughs> like, come on. I'm like, Stop. That is so funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up how old his kids are because one of his kids is in Revenge of the Sith, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's okay. one of the the kid Jedi kids. That was my wow. biggest celebrity encounter. He's got four kids, and they don't even mention that kid here in his Wikipedia page. 
guess because he couldn't sit still. Because <laughs> I, I was like, you. my God, this kid, like, can't they get him to sit down? Yeah. And then I look over, I'm like, no, they don't have to. <laughs> wow. Well, it's, in fairness, Brown Derby is a tough restaurant for a nine-year-old. It is. I mean, not all nine-year-olds, but a lot of kids that age, you know, they're overstimulated from being in the parks. And then their dad's George Lucas, which, you know, uh, I don't know. It's probably weird anyway. So, yeah. That's but amazing. That was, yeah, that was a big one. I mean, I don't have any straws or napkins from the table, unfortunately. But <laughs> So you could, you know, turn in the DNA and create your own George Lucas? I mean, come on. <laughs> How happy would Mark be? He right. You could have one growing in the basement. <laughs> don't, don't go down there. The lights are on. One I've got hair to... from his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have the root on it, though, because that's uh, where all the important true. stuff is. His true. hair is really thick. I mean, you could get something, right? Yeah, his hair's really thick. I mean, four kids. You could have married one of his kids. I mean, honestly. Why not? You know, I don't know. He's got a son. Well, there's get little. No, you didn't work at that, you know. Wow. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where I'm going with that. Now, I have never dined with film royalty like that, but um, we did run into the American Idol cast uh, in 2019 in Disneyland. And we actually got to run up to one of the kids and uh, talk to him. And the girls took their picture with him. I don't know who he was, but he finished in like seventh place. Wow. Now, on the cruise line, we were in the same dining rotation as Elizabeth Peyton Lee from Andy Mack, which is quite possibly one of the worst shows ever on the Disney Channel. But they were filming commercials and stuff and her and her co-star were on board and their family. So that was pretty cool. I just want to say that George Lucas's daughter, one of them, is a fighter. Like, she's like a fighter fighter. Like, like, a, like a fighter from, oh, like, really? a song? She's a like mixed martial fighter. artist, and oh. she will kick your booty. Yes. Oh, here's the Jet. Jet Lucas. He was born in 1993. Lucas. So, and I was graduated in 2000. So, yeah, I mean. I was seven. That's rough Seven. Age. So, he was probably young. Wow. Okay. Just so you know, Chris, I do the unmixed martial arts. Yeah, I can't I can't have my martial arts mixed. Yeah, no, that's that's wrong actually. Yeah. Well she was in his daughter was in Revenge of the Sith too. Wow. Oh. I'm reading all this now. Wikipedia, it's so useful. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we digress. Adam, any run ins with famous people in the parks? Uh yeah, Christina Wood, Tony Brunoso. Yeah, well that was a big deal. I uh, I saw Maxim Maxim Smirkovsky. What the heck? Um, at New Year's Eve, in the Magic Kingdom, the guy from uh, Dancing with the Stars, and I saw Ashton Kutcher at Disneyland with his kid. Oh, Adam, really? you're not allowed to come on our vacations anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I did see uh, the campies, Mark, Bridget, Nick, and Katie, who who was the the star of the show, Katie Campy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course. <laughs> Bridget's mom, Judy. So she is. She's a star. That's very oh, she's nice. probably listening. I hope she's doing well. Oh yeah, you know she's doing great. That's good. She's done being by herself though. She's, oh. It's tough with you know being on your own and being in a like you know quarantine by yourself. You know what's harder than that? Being with your family. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I was going to say being quarantined by yourself sounds ideal. You know, like for a couple days. Do you you know what I said to someone the other day? I forget who it was. I said, you know who hasn't made young couples who are really in love 
and whose jobs are secure. Because all they're doing is hanging out at the house, working from home, cooking, watching fun movies. That's like a dream. Everybody else is like, I've been married to you for 15 years. We have kids. You know, if I have to make tater tots for you one more time, I'm probably going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Basically. I've made more french fries in the last seven weeks than I think I've made in my lifetime. Do you uh, make them from scratch? Do you have an air fryer? No, I make them from scratch and I fry them for them. Oh, you're like a goddess. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm just so used to it by now. And it's like yeah. Sammy only eats like certain things. So I have like the whole setup ready and just. Like, <laughs> yeah. Potatoes. No, I get it. Turns it turns into my mother-in-law. Yes. Well, and I'll I'll tell you what, though, you can make them in an air fryer just as an aside. They're very good, and they taste almost as good as if they were deep fried. The air but it only makes so many, right? Though it's you like, just make a couple yeah, batches. A limited... Yeah, but I mean, you can cut up that potato pretty fast and make a couple batches. So I want to solve all your problems. Thank <laughs> you. So you can work more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> get to work no okay all right i think we're going to close it out um i'm going to hand this over to tony thanks chris uh just a reminder for everyone that as always our podcast is sponsored by main street and more travel check out their website mainstreetandmoretravel.com request a quote and let chris connect you with the right agent for your travel needs you can find us on facebook in the mouse and more podcast group we of course have our twitter and instagram accounts and on behalf of chris bridget crystal and adam This is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everybody.